This is an ABC podcast. This is Baby Talk Podcast with Penny Johnston. One of Victoria's most beloved and possibly underrated early childhood development programs has moved online with terrific success. Playgroups all around Victoria currently closed to halt the transmission of COVID-19 have moved online, helping families still achieve all the benefits of playgroup while sticking to the strict Victorian lockdown. This week on Baby Talk, we're going to say hello to CEO Danny Schwartz, facilitator Louise Buckle-Smith, who's working on literacy and music for the online playgroup program, Naomi Jeffrey, who's also a facilitator and has been part of playgroups since her now 21-year-old son was a baby, and finally May Morshetti, a parent who's been loving Playgroups Victoria's online program. And Danny, maybe to start us off, outside of COVID-19, how would parents have accessed Playgroup? How would they have first been introduced and what would it have looked like? Generally, parents hear about playgroup from a, a range of places. Sometimes they've been to a playgroup themselves, so they, they look for it when they're uh, getting ready to have children or had children and, and look for them themselves in, in their local area. Others will hear it from their friends who are having children. Others will hear it from their maternal child and health nurse, for example, when they after they've had their baby, it will be someone who will tell them about play group and where it is they can find one to join. It's usually at a place where a group of parents can gather with babies and small children of different ages, is that? That's it, yeah. So and a, a play group can happen absolutely anywhere and, and sometimes it will happen in, in people's homes and, and sometimes, you know, when the children are starting to move around and walk, they'll look for a bigger place because, you know, it gets a bit all over the top in people's houses. Often and largely local councils provide spaces that playgroups use on a weekly basis, you know, local community halls. and We're also seeing more schools too, Penny, getting involved in playgroups as well. That's a, another connection too with the local school. The aim of playgroup, I mean, I mean it has many aims, but, but one of the most beautiful ones is, is to get you out of the house with a small baby. Absolutely. It's that real social connection for, for families. So for the adult and for the child. And yeah, there's many, many gains in that as well. Just general communication, checking in with one another, learning from one another, making contacts and naturally for the child, just all those socialisation aspects too. And lots of learning in play groups as well. Naomi, you're, you're nodding wildly. Often, and I know from my experience as well, um, often a play group can be a first connection for a family who have had their first baby. And the friendships and those, you know, they, those connections and engagement they can last a lifetime. In fact, I I definitely know of people who are still my closest friends who I've met through playgroup when my children were young. And so it is that first connection into the community. There's also been a lot of the research about, you know, how children develop, for example, and, and particularly around the first thousand days. And there's a lot of evidence building now about the impact that playgroup has in relation to children's development, particularly within that first thousand days the bonding that happens with parents and carers and grandparents and and those sorts of things. And so there's even been some research done that demonstrates that children who've been to playgroup 
are less likely by the time they get to school to be vulnerable on one or more of five domains that are measure children's development. So it's pretty significant that just by going to playgroup, you have a, a really positive impact on a young person or child's development in the activities that, that happen. And the other thing is that there's a lot of stories about parents saying, I don't know what to do. You know, this doesn't come with a handbook. And so playgroup's a great place for modelling in terms of parents seeing what others do with their children. Sometimes they might not like what they see, but sometimes they do. And what's really beneficial about playgroup is that those positive things that happen in playgroup that parents see others doing, they're taken home and reinforced and practised when they get home. It's so amazing, isn't it? A simple little thing, a bit more than an hour out with a baby can be so beneficial. Mm. And also connection to community too, Penny. So they not only connect, uh, probably learning who's in their neighbourhood, but also other services too that might be accessible and important for families too. Well, so hopefully all around Australia, playgroups are still continuing and providing all that, but we're in Victoria and things are a little bit tougher for us. So when did the idea come to try and replicate Playgroup Online? So it, even though we, we started being really interactive online, providing activities for parents during the first lockdown, it really came when the public housing estates in North Melbourne and Flemington were put into hard lockdown. And we, during that week, were part of the community service organisations working with DHHS to support those communities. And so we provided on the Monday a Move It for Kids, which is one of our sort of musical workshops. And then later on in the week, we arranged for a storytelling with Jackie French, who's a well-known Australian author. She read Diary of a Wombat, which was fantastic because she was at her home in the Blue Mountains, where she wrote the book and talked about the wombat that she wrote because the wombat, uh, Diary of a Wombat, as you might know, was actually about a real wombat. And so that's actually where the idea of and where it is that we sort of focused on the importance of families having that opportunity to be able to connect with each other. And we realised that we could do that online. And and so that's where the idea was born out that we developed now into a, a suite of programs that happen during the week. Louise and Naomi, you guys are part of that online presentation. Tell me, how does it work? Well, to begin with, parents will register on our website and they're given a link. Then they are admitted into a waiting room. We've got a massive team of people and I think that's a really big thing to acknowledge that the team of people that make this happen is is quite big and the process has been huge actually so the parents come into the waiting room we have a couple of people who are we call techies and they will admit parents they come online i'm there louise is there we welcome the families which is just awesome because you see these beautiful little faces coming on and they're all excited and Mainly their their parents or their, you know, their carers are with them. I sort of do a bit of a welcome. Louise then does an acknowledgement to country. She sings it, which is really beautiful. Then I do an activity. The activities are, they're, they're quite strategic, actually. We're trying to use activities that are easily accessible for most homes. 
They're activities that will give children a little bit of something to do after we've made snow dough with the thought that we can make it together and then they've got something that they can play with after the session as well. Today we made rain sticks. Last week we did our session in front of my open fire, which we, we talked about winter. So then we link that activity into some songs and some stories. And he chased the sergeant all together with a shoe shooing and the trumpet going... <laughs> I then switch over to Louise. Louise will sing some songs. She'll read a story that links in with sort of the theme, I guess. And so it's the whole time it's really quite interactive, lots of engagement, which is, you know, our main aim, I guess. And then at the end we have the washing hands song. It's time to wash your hands. Perfect. (laughs) The washing hand song, which is like a lot of fun. And then obviously we go into a goodbye song and then we do the the goodbyes. And we found that the the goodbyes are such an integral part of the session. It has become a really special moment where... In fact, not only Louise and I, but the rest of the team are acknowledging children's names and the whole, when you're at playgroup, the whole good hello and goodbye part is actually really important. So we've still got this connection, even though we're not face to face, we've still got this beautiful connection that's happening, this beautiful connection and engagement. All of what we could do at playgroup into this half hour session. Wow. It reminds me of a TV program from when I was young and the presenter, she just used to say, I can see you through my magic looking glass and hello. And and it was obviously just a list of regular names, but you really do get to see the little faces on. And that's the important part, Penny. Sorry, Louise. That's the integral part is that engagement and that connection because that is what playgroup is about. And that's what is important and we're so passionate about that connection and that engagement. We've worked out some strategies too because we are online. What we do is that we really sort of tune in to families, we observe them, we see what's happening and we make conversation or we we acknowledge by name or or just letting them know what we're seeing. And I really, really appreciate that. So, you know, I can see Sally shaking her rain stick she's made today. It's tuning in, but they really do respond to that. And again, that's one way that we we feel that there is really engagement taking place, as well as what you said too with the goodbyes. They hang, they hang there now. A lot of them until they actually hear their name said, which is just beautiful. And we do, we try to say, get to every child that we possibly can. They're off mute at that stage too. So that's Mm -hmm. where you're hearing voices and them saying goodbye. So again, you're getting that real live interaction. It sounds beautiful. How how was it in the first couple of sessions? Because they sound like they must have been pretty intense working with the Tower children. I mean, the, it, it was hard to know because it's a, a because everything's on the internet. It's hard to know whether all of the people who saw those initial programs were 
only families from the towers because there were probably 400 community service organisations that were involved in the support with DHS at that time. And so it's likely that there were lots of others. And we certainly could see just in terms of the environment that there were, there were families from the towers, but we weren't to know that it was exclusively that group. We certainly, you know, tried to, as best we could, target people who were connected to them, their communities, to make sure that they knew about what was happening. Uh, but it happened very quickly. I mean, the, the towers were locked down on Saturday night and on Monday morning we ran the first workshop. So there wasn't a lot of time in terms of being exactly sure that only the people in the towers. But we're, we're very confident there were definitely families from the towers that were there and others who absolutely benefited from that as well. All those those chances for interaction for little children in Victoria is so important, especially not not having adults wearing masks in front of you too. Mm. Absolutely. That's been a really big part is the facial expressions. For me, there is something about when I say a child's name, oh, you know, Zoe, you look like you're having such a lot of fun with your snow doe and and Zoe will look up and she'll you know she sees that I've said her name and her facial expression is just amazing and yeah that whole that whole connection thing having the masks I mean it really concerns me and worries me for for these children and I guess that's one little thing that we're doing that's really special. May, you've clicked on. Yeah, I just want to say that stage four lockdown has been especially hard on young families mm-hmm. because more children now cannot go to daycare and families are only allowed one hour of outdoor exercise a day. So, you know, with lots of children not being able to enjoy their normal routine of sports and education, having this scheduled Zoom session allows parents to have some sort of activity routine and that routine, sense of routine is very helpful. Um, and I find that lots of parents, like me included, myself included, we're, all, we're constantly looking for motivation and inspiration of what to do with our children. Mm. And what I like best about Playgroup at Home is that, is that it's not just about the child, it's also about engaging the parent. I really enjoy it. I find it really enjoyable. How big are the online groups? It sounds like they can get rather large. <laughs> Today we had, with registrations and children. We had close to 450 today. I think the very first one we had around 50 registrations, a little bit more with children, probably about 60 with children. It has really increased Penny over over this last five weeks. It's um, been quite overwhelming, but I think also it's a real indication that there's there, there's this need for that social connection and, of course, well-being too, people's well-being. I think it really supports that as well. Yeah, it, it, we're all looking for ways to try and fo- keep that connection going during mm. lockdown. It's really tough. Sure are. I know from school at home as well, the times where you can actually connect with your teacher on Zoom is so priceless. To see that friendly face is wonderful. Actually, we're really enjoying the spontaneous moments too, Penny. (laughs) Because we're all at home and there's lots of things that are going on around our home. I remember one session I was reading a story and next minute I had my two dogs. (laughs) 
sitting beside me and tuning in, listening to the story as well. So then all of a sudden you're introducing your pets to to everybody that's attending the playgroup. It's a really beautiful thing, <laughs> very spontaneous. How do you connect with playgroups? It sounds like something that would be really lovely to join in on. The main way that we're connecting is via social media, so via Facebook, via Instagram. We have a large database as well of playgroups that are registered with us, so we're in communication with them as well. We have really good relationships with the local councils around the state, so there's 79 local councils, and and most of them have an early childhood team or a person that looks after playgroups. We we work directly with them as well. Um, We work with other community service organisations that run playgroups themselves, so you know, we're, we're in contact with them and we talk to them about what it is that we're doing. So, for example, today, I know we had a number of uh, council early childhood people who were there to see what we were doing and we would love that because they are looking at, at the format and how things are working so that they can then go and do that themselves, you know, in a more localised fashion in their community, for example. Congratulations for getting it off and running. I can't imagine why anyone would not want to do the right thing but do you have some checks and balances in place just to keep families safe online yeah we do and it's just really important actually because we want people to feel safe and be safe so we've been doing some work prior to this with the e-safety commissioner and so we have a number of things in place first thing is that people need to subscribe or register Uh, we, we don't just send out the zoom link it's not You can't get the Zoom link on our website or from Instagram. You need to have registered with us. When you register, you get an email and actually talks about some of the things, some of the the things that need to happen when you join, that you need to have your camera on. When you come into the the waiting room uh, that Naomi talked about, there's a reminder there to have your camera on so that everyone needs to have their camera on. There are circumstances where people can't, so there's some technical reasons why people can't. And so... We've got mechanisms in place to deal with that. So if someone comes in and, and their camera's not on, we, we take them back out into the waiting room and have a conversation with them there to, to check on, you know, why it is that the camera's not on or help them, you know, mm. because sometimes it's just they just can't work out how to do it mm. uh, and try and help them and support them. We've got a team so that if someone's really having trouble, they go, there's a phone number, they can ring us and, and we can talk them through that. If, however, it gets to the point where we've really given it a, a good go to try, you know, quite a few times to be in contact with people to, to ask about the camera, we feel that they're, they're just not responding or for whatever reason that that's not happening, then we will take them out of the session at that point. Sure. For people that don't possibly have access to a computer, can you join via an iPad or a smartphone? So it's a, yes. Zoom, it's a Zoom link. So they, we, 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 the people who register and subscribe they get sent a link just like we did today and yep. they click on the link so it doesn't matter it could be on their phone or yeah. ipad or we so sad to think that somebody wanted to join and couldn't because of the technology but mm. yeah yeah we've now got our four things on a week so louise and naomi and the team uh, run a play group so they and they repeat it they've run it today and they repeat it again on friday and and that's designed and focused for all ages in terms of playgroup ages so zero to sort of school age we have two other music workshops that people can participate in or come out to play and move it for kids and we're working on developing a, a playgroup specifically designed for parents with babies and that will start 
early in September. And so we'll be able to let people know via all the social media that exactly the day that that will start. And we're also working, we've applied for some funding because we can do so much, but there are lots of other opportunities and we want to engage other communities. And so part of that development is to work with other culturally diverse communities, for example, and support them to do these themselves. So to run playgroups in other languages or to run playgroups specifically for more localised level, for example. So we're, we're hoping that we're going to be able to support many more communities. We'll continue to run them broadly to work with other communities to, to deliver a culturally specific playgroup potentially. Fantastic. And you're seeing the benefits for the children? Absolutely. I think, again, that social connection. We, we take this, the program very seriously too. We adapt that to many learning outcomes. Even look at our early years curriculum when we're, we're actually designing our program. There's lots of positives that, that come out with playgroups with development, growth and, and, and purely that whole connection and socialisation. Children are doing online learning at the moment in primary school as well. So we definitely have some primary school aged children that are joining in either on, on their own with their parents or with younger siblings. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Moving forward, while we think that it's essential and really important and our passion is always going to be that face-to-face playgroup is essential and very important. The outcomes from this have been so wonderful and we see this as being such a fantastic link to families who can't necessarily get to playgroups. So children who may have autoimmune or issues or the parent actually may not be able to come out to play to a play group because of their health. Children who are isolated, like children who don't have access to a face-to-face play group, we're just seeing the opportunities for those families and those families who are isolated to meet those engagement and connection needs. We just see it as being so exciting. So while we feel that face-to-face is still our main important thing, we see that that potential for those families who are isolated. Just to encourage people to stay connected to us on our website, Playgroup at Home Live, on our Instagram, Playgroup official Instagram account, and on Facebook is the best place. Also, we know that people are getting information about the playgroups that we're running from their local council as well. So there are, you know, there are lots of places to, to get the information about what it is that we're doing and what's happening on each day. It is really enjoyable. And I, I, I personally invited other friends to join the Zoom sessions and it has been a joy watching other children and families doing the mm-hmm. same thing. It's fantastic. The connection that I've seen when children have seen other children, that's been lovely as well. At one stage, we had one little boy and he just, he was there and he was like, hi, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Hi, kids. Hi, kids. Like he was really getting into the whole connection with other children. And I thought that was just gorgeous. It was beautiful to see because, I mean, they are, they're in their homes, they're isolated from all their friends so that that contact with their peers has been fantastic as well. One activity we did, Penny, which was writing cards and letters to people at the moment that we're not necessarily seeing. And that was really heartwarming because they wrote letters, they can still go and post it. That was a really lovely thing to do. I actually posted one to my mum. And then people are actually sending us 
photos, we put it on Instagram or it's, or it's on Facebook and then they can share those opportunities afterwards too. That's been a really lovely way in doing things as well. Yeah, that was really lovely and it was really funny when this one child said, when Naomi said that her mom lives far away, when he said, yeah, yeah, my grandmother lives far away too. She's in Singapore. I hope you've had a wonderful time and I hope that you've enjoyed making your rain stick. Maybe later you can play your rain stick and sing some songs and do some dancing. So just a quick reminder that we have Playgroup at Home Live on a Tuesday morning and a Friday morning at 10 a.m. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Heartwarming connections everywhere. That's a little taste of saying farewell to an online playgroup session being run by Playgroups Victoria. We also heard from May Moschetti, a mum whose four-year-old daughter is taking part on Playgroups Victoria's online program, and facilitators Louise Buckle-Smith and Naomi Jeffrey, who keep the wheels turning on online playgroup sessions. And we were also joined by Danny Schwartz, who's CEO of Playgroup Victoria. And a huge shout out to him and his playgroup team for seizing a massive opportunity and running with it so successfully. If you're joining us on Baby Talk, but not from Victoria, I really hope you can sympathise with so many families who are not able to access regular activities for tiny children. Everyone in Melbourne is living with a strict curfew. That means they can't travel more than five kilometres from home and they're only allowed out for an hour a day. So it is tough, but it's programs like this that are making it work for families and I think you can join me in offering sincere thanks to everyone from Playgroup Victoria. I know that you're probably going to want to check out one of their online playgroup sessions. They do sound amazing. And of course, we'll put links on the Baby Talk Facebook and Instagram pages and also on the Baby Talk website. You just need to search Baby Talk one word and you'll find us pretty easily online. And if that's proving a bit difficult, Playgroup Victoria should also land you in the right spot as well. I'm Penny Johnston. Stay well and safe, and I'll see you next time on Baby Talk. ABC Baby Talk is a weekly podcast on ABC Digital Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, and on the ABC Listen app. Like us on Facebook to find out as soon as a new episode is ready. Just search for ABC Baby Talk. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.